Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, now we arrive at the last chapter of the book of Exodus, and this is where the tabernacle is all put together and erected. Exodus chapter 40. Then the Lord said to Moses, Set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month. Place the Ark of the Covenant law in it and shield the Ark with a curtain. Bring in the table and set out what belongs on it. Then bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar of incense in front of the Ark of the Covenant law and put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. Place the altar of burnt offering in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. Put the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. Consecrate it and all of its furnishings and it will be holy. Then anoint the altar of burnt offering and all of its utensils. Consecrate the altar and it will be most holy. Anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate them. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then dress Aaron in the sacred garments, anoint him and consecrate him so that he may serve me as a priest. Bring his sons and dress them in tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father so they may serve me as priests. Their anointing will be to a priesthood that will continue throughout their generations. Moses did everything just as the Lord commanded him. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month in the second year. When Moses set up the tabernacle, he put the bases in place, erected the frames, inserted the crossbars, and set up the posts. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering over the tent, as the Lord commanded him. He took the tablets of the covenant law and placed them in the ark, attached the poles to the ark, and put the atonement cover over it. Then he brought the ark into the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain and shielded the ark of the covenant law as the Lord had commanded him. Moses placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle, outside of the curtain, and set out the bread on it before the Lord as the Lord commanded him. He placed the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lamps before the Lord as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burned fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. Then he put up the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. He set the altar of burnt offering near the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offerings and grain offerings, as the Lord commanded him. He placed the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water on it for washing. And Moses and Aaron and his sons used it to wash their feet and their hands. They washed whenever they entered the tent of meeting or approached the altar, as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and altar and put up the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. And so Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. 
Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the Israelites during all of their travels. So it may be difficult to fix the position of everything in your mind uh, as I read through this chapter. So let me just kind of outline it a little bit in a way that may be a little easier to envision. And so you, you would come through this outside courtyard that was around the entire tabernacle area. You would enter in through a curtained piece in the courtyard. And as you entered in through that curtain, Directly in front of you would be the bronze altar of sacrifice. And so it would be uh, positioned right inside the courtyard between you and the tabernacle itself. So this was the place that sacrifice was made. Immediately beyond it, still before the tabernacle proper, was the laver. The bronze laver was between the altar of sacrifice and the tabernacle itself. When you passed the bronze laver, you would come to a curtain and you pull the curtain aside, you would step into the holy place. The holy place had three articles in it. On your left was the menorah. On your right was the table of showbread. And directly in front of you was the altar of incense that was placed before the veil of the Holy of Holies. And so you go beyond the altar of incense, pull back the veil, and then you step into the Holy of Holies. Lo and behold, you see the ark with the golden seed on top of it. And so this was the positioning of all these articles. So everything was done according to the pattern that the Lord had shown Moses. Everything had to be so exacting. Now in verse 17 we read, the tabernacle was set up the first day of the first month of the second year. This was exactly 11 months out of Egypt. Remember Passover was the start of their calendar. They left Egypt. And so this 11 months out of Egypt, the tabernacle is set up. So the entire book of Exodus to this point, um, and we're finishing it in this chapter, took 11 months. Verse 19, verse 21, verse 23, verse 25, verse 29, verse 32 says this. And they're all concerning the pattern, the pattern, the pattern, the pattern, the pattern. Verse 19 Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering over the tent, as the Lord had commanded him. Verse 21, Then he brought the ark into the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain and shielded the ark of the covenant law, as the Lord commanded him. Verse 23, And they set out the bread on it before the Lord, as the Lord commanded him. Verse 25, And set up the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord commanded him. Verse 26, Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burned fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. Verse 29, he set the altar of burnt offering near the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offering and grain offerings as the Lord commanded him. Verse 32, they washed whenever they entered the tent of meeting or approached the altar, just as the Lord commanded Moses. So everything was done with exacting precision, over and over again, exactly like the Lord commanded, exactly like the pattern Moses was shown on the mountain. And so what was the result? 
when everything was in place that the Lord had commanded and done exactly as the Lord commanded it, the glory of God came and covered and filled the tabernacle. We read in verse 34, Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And friends, this glory did not dissipate. We read further in verse 36, In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. So this was their sign. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night in the sight of all of the Israelites during their travels. Friends, that is a miracle that is unparalleled in the history of mankind. For 40 years, two and a half to three million people were able to see this supernatural glory cloud that had settled over the tabernacle and indeed filled the tabernacle. In front of all their eyes, the glory of God appeared continuously day and night for 40 years. Think about the magnitude of that. But I want to go back to the tabernacle and the things contained in the tabernacle just for a moment. In this type of context, I don't have the opportunity to really teach on in depth about the meaning of all this. But as we're finishing Exodus, I want to leave those of you who are Christians with a little further understanding. So I mentioned the major articles in the tabernacle itself. You would come through the outer courtyard, and in front of you was the place of sacrifice, the altar burnt offering. This speaks to us as the cross. Christians must come to the place of sacrifice and receive the blessed sacrifice of Jesus, the sacrificial atonement of Jesus. And so the burnt offering represents that place. But sadly, most Christians turn right around after they come to that place of sacrifice, salvation, the cross, and receive the sacrifice of Jesus. They turn around and go back out of the courtyard. They don't go deeper, but there's a deeper place. And so beyond the place of sacrifice is the, uh, the laver the bronze basin, if you will. It's full of water. It speaks to us of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. The water speaks of the Holy Spirit. The reflective surface of the laver was made out of mirrors. This is the place we see ourselves revealed as the Holy Spirit shows us. It's the place of cleansing of our sins and confession and deeper holiness. And so, yes, we got saved at the altar of sacrifice, but there's a deeper place of holiness and commitment to the Lord that's available to each of us as followers of Jesus, the Messiah. And so the labor speaks to us of the person and work of the Spirit in cleansing us and, if you will, preparing the bride of Christ to be with Jesus. Beyond that is the holy place. And so you enter into the tabernacle itself. What do you see immediately on your left? You see the menorah, which speaks to us of the Word of God and the person of Jesus Christ as the Word made flesh. The Word of God reveals the ways of God to us. To your right is the table of showbread, which speaks to us of holy communion with the Lord. And also it contained the loaves on top of it, representing the tribes. We're together positionally with the Lord in the presence of the Lord forever. The table of showbread represents our positioning as well as Holy Communion for Christians. In the middle of the room is the altar of incense. This speaks to us of prayer. It's the place of prayer. Over and over again, incense is spoken of in the scriptures as being mingled with our prayers and being representative of our prayer. And so the deeper place yet is the place of prayer. Beyond the word, beyond communion, 
uh, the place of prayer. We have uh, the opportunity to come into fellowship with the living God in the place of prayer. Beyond that is the Holy of Holies, where abides the Ark of the Covenant and the manifested presence of God. This is what Jesus died to make available to us. The Ark of the Covenant was opened up when the temple veil was ripped from top to bottom the day that Jesus died in sacrifice for our sins. That holy place of abiding with the Lord has been available to Christians from the day that Jesus died. But sadly, most Christians never go there. It's still open for you today, friends, and it's open for me. And so, Lord, may we go beyond the place of sacrifice. May we go beyond the place of cleansing. May we go beyond the Word. May we go beyond the table of showbread. May we go beyond the altar of incense to the place of the abiding presence of God. Lord, may we be found in your presence both day and night as we live as humans and forever as we come to your temple in heaven. We bless you now. Amen, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.